Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Welcome to God, Goals, and Girl Talk, where we discuss living in the culture while living for the kingdom. Join in as we discuss how God's word applies to our lives in relationships, careers, and fulfilling our purpose. Girl, let's talk. Here's your host, Sharla Walker. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of God Goals and Girl Talk. Happy Girl Talk Monday. I am so excited for our topic for today. Um, We are going to be discussing, are you a producer? And I am so excited just for the insight that God gave me in my quiet time and I'm going to share with you and we're going to hop right in. So I was doing a a devotional and today's topic was about living on purpose. And through my study, I got to the question of, am I producing? Am I a producer? And I had to understand that, you know, God wants us to bear fruit. And so when thinking about that, I found myself in John 15, um, where Jesus is talking about us being fruitful and him being the vine that we're connected to. So in John 15, one through nine, um, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It says, I am the true grapevine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will produce even more. You've already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile and burned. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my father. What? So (laughs) I took a couple things away from that. 
first off, when Jesus talks about in verse two, that how God is the gardener and he cuts off every branch that doesn't produce fruit, it reminded me that everything that makes me uncomfortable isn't the devil. God is God is pruning us and pruning is not always comfortable. And so we have to ask ourselves, is this something that may be a spiritual attack from the enemy or is God pruning me to promote my growth so I can continue to bear much fruit? And so um, we have to really just get rid of this. You only live once mentality. You know what I'm saying? So everyone's like, oh, YOLO, like live your best life because you only live once. No, we get the opportunity to live every day and where we're not thoughtful and intentional and consistent someone is missing out on what we are to produce right and so y'all know i love definitions so i was like okay am i a producer let me figure this out when you look at the term produce it means to give birth to cause someone cause to have existence to compose or create to yield Coincidentally, not so coincidentally, right? Because God is very intentional. It's also another word that we use for fruit. And so I just found that very striking to me that we're called to be producers, producers of fruit. And we want to ask ourselves, like, are we living our purpose on purpose? We won't accomplish a lot if we're not sensitive to God's leading. And Jesus makes that very clear that attached Attached to him, we can do anything. Detached or severed from him, we can do absolutely nothing. And if we're not sensitive to God's leading and if we're not being strategic, right? So in Ephesians 5.17, it says, don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. So you can't just be out here uh, doing whatever, <laughs> doing whatever and winging it. And so I found it very interesting that you know, we always talk about our purpose and asking God what we're supposed to be doing, but are we doing things that are producing fruit? Because you can be busy and not be about God's business. You can be busy and not be about God's business. If you're doing 25 different things, there is no way that you are giving consistency and giving your all into area every area. We're in this mentality where you know we gotta hustle we gotta grind and i don't operate like that i have maybe three or four things that i do so my husband always tells me to pick my top five because you can be stretched thin being busy is a trick of the enemy in my opinion because if you are so busy you're not really producing anything you're just doing a bunch of stuff and at the end of the day, you're so tired that you cannot continue the same pace that you're at. And so it's important that you find a pace of grace. And I'm going to do a show about this um, because the world will have you out here thinking that if you're not doing 25 things, then you're not producing. But there's a lot of people out here being busy and they really have no production and they're not producing fruit. So a lot of our frustration comes through because we feel like we're stuck in, in a rut because we're doing all of these things because we are so busy, but no one has taken the time to sit at the feet of Jesus, figure out what we're supposed to be doing because he will give you strategy because the plans that he has for you, he made. 
So how are you going to go through, I'm trying to find my purpose, but you haven't talked to the one who gave you purpose? That doesn't make any sense, right? We cause ourselves a lot of undue duress. And I have definitely been guilty of this. So I'm going to share this story with y'all really quick. I had a, um, my grandmother, her birthday was yesterday. What, what? Happy birthday, Gigi. We love you. We miss you. Um, we, I started a health literacy program after she had passed away, after my dad had gotten into this like crazy accident and it was, there was just a lot of stuff that happened that I wasn't very happy with, with the hospital. And I was like, everybody needs to know about their health because what if I wasn't a, a, you know, a nurse practitioner, like my dad would be dead. Um, and I just felt really geared and, you know, like my grandmother at the time was on hospice and battling breast cancer. And I was like, everybody just needs to know about all these things because our community, meaning the black and brown community, because I'm a brown girl, um, we, you know, we have all of these health disparities. I'm going to go. I felt so charged in my spirit, y'all, me and my friend. I was like, friend, told her my idea. I was like, we need to tell everybody about their health and get them together. But. I wasn't very prayerful. I was like, okay, God, we're doing this. And then ask God to bless it. Who else has done that? Raise your hand. Okay, great. Um, it was a great experience. God used it for my good. I learned a lot. Um, learned, had a lot of eye-opening experiences. But then God told me to like put it down. And I was like, what? What you mean? Put it down, sis. Here's why. Because he had another purpose for me and i'm gonna share that story it gets really really deep but he had another purpose for me and i had confused my good intentions right so what i was doing wasn't bad what i was doing wasn't um to serve myself i was serving other people so it sounded great right but just because it sounds good does not mean that it is god or god's plan for you and so we have to be very careful that we're not out here getting frustrated because i began getting frustrated feeling like you know the platform wasn't doing and wasn't um creating the wave that i thought that it should so i felt like we were stuck in a rut and that there was no progress being made. So then I was like, you know what? Let me talk to Jesus. And then he was like, sit it down. And I was like, um, okay. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> right? But in that season, it seemed so right. So I was busy doing all of this stuff, doing the podcast, making the posts, doing the health initiatives, getting the interviews, doing this, doing that. But I was outside of my purpose. And of course, because God is a good father, he used that and gave me knowledge in doing that and going through that process. But that was not my true purpose. And so it was definitely eye-opening. It taught me a lot about myself. It taught me a lot about God. I learned a lot about, you know, different things, podcasting and, you know, having a community and all of these different things. But it wasn't necessarily what I was supposed to be doing. That may be the lane for somebody else, but it wasn't for me. So when we think about, okay, how do I live intentionally, um, thoughtfully, and consistently? I have five steps that I'm going to share with you guys right after our commercial break. 
to get y'all in order. Hey guys, it's your girl, Sharla Walker, the host of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. I am here to talk to you today about starting your own podcast. If you want to start your own podcast, I'm going to share my podcasting secrets with you. I use a program called Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way for you to make a podcast. First off, it is free 99, costs you no money at all. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, and many more platforms. You can make money with your podcast, getting your coins with no minimum listenership. It is everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you are wanting to do something new in 2020, you want your voice to be heard, you want to start a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Now let's get back to the show. All right, guys, and we are back. So we are talking about five things that you should do in your process to be thoughtful, intentional, and consistent. So first off, you want to make sure that you're seeking God. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 3 and 6, in all your ways, acknowledge God first, and he will make your path straight. And so it is very important that you are seeking God because you don't want to waste your time or your energy in a place where you're not supposed to be. You also need to remove distractions. What does that look like? So I think that you need to do an inventory of where your time is being spent. So when you think about, um, the Bible tells us that where our um, our heart lies where our treasures are or something like that. Y'all know the scripture. <laughs> and so you, to me, things that we really value are our time, our money, in our talents and so where you spend those things shows where your heart is so if your phone is telling you that you're spending six hours on social media and you keep telling yourself and lying to yourself sis and telling yourself that you don't have time to spend with god then your heart just isn't there right and so sometimes removing the distractions i'm the queen of social media fasts um i've had to try to get better at that because now i have a community of people and all these different things but i am the queen of social media fast if it is a distraction you need to cut it for a season maybe or forever or whatever god tells you to do but taking that time to remove those distractions and to really line up what your um, day looks like and where your time is going is important. And if you cannot account for the time that you spend, then you need to take inventory. So I was listening to um, another podcast and one of the ladies was saying that she just took a week and wrote down everywhere her time was spent, like hour by hour, which seems crazy, but once you take an assessment, here's my nursing skills coming out. <laughs> Once you take an assessment, then you can develop a plan, implement it and evaluate it, right? Um, you can figure out 
where your time is going. And once you figure out what's really kind of sucking your time, you can allocate an appropriate time, like a time for that. So on my phone, I ha I'm like really hardcore that I only get so much time on social media. Um, and like after like eight o'clock at night or something, it just shuts off. The answers, your time is up. Okay, um, because that time in the evening needs to be dedicated towards my family. And you spend a lot of time scrolling. It is a rabbit hole. Okay, I came on here to send somebody a message. Then I saw this video and then another video popped up. And the next thing you know, it's four hours later and you've wasted time. And time is one of those, I feel like my most valuable resource because I cannot get it back. And so I'm grateful for the time that God has given me. I want to be intentional with it and I want to execute. Um, make sure that you have a vision developed. And if you don't know what that looks like, go back and listen to our um, vision building um, episode that we did earlier in the year to really help you um, figure out like, you know, what areas of your life you want to improve upon and where you feel like God is taking you. If you do not have a vision, the Bible tells us without a vision, the people perish, AKA die, right? So without a vision, your dreams perish. Without a vision, your goals perish because you're not being consistent and you have not written out, the Bible tells you to write the vision and make it plain. You have not written out what you're intending to do. And so it's very important to develop the vision. You want to make sure that you're counting the cost and evaluating what you're doing. Um, there's a scripture in Luke, I believe, that talks about um, counting the cost. The, um, Jesus is telling this parable to the disciples about like, you wouldn't start building a tower and then be, and not count the cost before because then you only get the um, foundation done and the rest of the building doesn't get done because you run out of money. And then people are gonna be talking about you. Now that is the Charlotte translation, but basically he was like, don't start stuff you can't finish because you haven't prepared for it, right? So you need to count the cost of what your purpose and your vision is going to be. Does that mean that you have to wake up earlier or you have to go to sleep later? What does that look like? And so counting the cost for your vision is very important because you have to be willing to sacrifice to get to the point where you're producing fruit and you're being fruitful. And then you want to make sure that you're spending time consistently and strategically building the vision. So for me, what that looked like is I get up way earlier than I need to be at work. Um, yeah, I wake up about 4.30 every morning. My husband gets me up. Shout out to husband because he is, has been very uh, instrumental in helping me um, wake up. I am not the the morning isn't my favorite time of the day um but he has been very patient with me and very gracious and so i've been getting up at 4 30 in the morning which may seem crazy to some but that is the cost that i am willing to pay to make sure that i have all the areas of my life addressed right so i get up at 4 30 in the morning i have my quiet time i pray i don't have to be at work until eight o'clock um, I have my quiet time. I pray. I, you know, seek God and ask him, okay, God, this is, you know, my goal for the day. Where, you know, what should my schedule look like? And just doing small things like that and allowing God into that space can be very beneficial 
for you or is very beneficial for you. It's very beneficial for me because he will show me like, okay, don't worry about this. Focus on getting this, this, and this done today. Okay, cool. And a lot of the times it is the stuff that is going, that's building the vision. So uh, for our nonprofit, I'm building a an online academy. So if you have not joined Hearts Over Habits, shameless, not so shameless plug, Hearts Over Habits Incorporated is a nonprofit that I started. Um, and we provide life skills and education to young women ages 17 to 24. And it is fire. It hasn't come all the way out yet, but let me tell y'all, fire, fire. So if you've not joined, please go on Facebook, join our community group, get in there because the Life Academy is going to roll out to those in the community first and then to the public August 20th, 2020, which also is my birthday. Ow. Okay, so in plug, but um, and building this academy, it is a lot. And so I have to ask God, like, okay, what thing should I focus on today, <laughs> right? And then when you accomplish those things, because everything has to be done in bits and pieces, fulfilling your purpose is a journey. It is not something that is going to happen all at once. So you have to make sure that every day you're doing something to get towards that goal. So let's say that your goal is to become a nurse. Well, sis... God bless you. Welcome to the club. <laughs> but if you never start figuring out what you need to do to get in school, apply for the school, do the in, do the entrance exam, do like there's steps to it. You don't just walk and be like, hey, y'all, I'm in school, nursing school now. No. So every day taking bite-sized pieces and then working towards those things. So you get to spend time consistently building the vision. So I'm going to give you all the five points again to be thoughtful, intentional, and consistent in building your, fulfilling your purpose and being a producer. You want to seek God. Remove your distractions. Develop the vision. Count the cost of the vision. And then spend time consistently building the vision. So we're going to take a quick break, pay some bills, and we'll be right back with the second half of the show. your girl Charlotte Walker, the host of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. Did y'all know I had a whole entire nonprofit? Yes, it's Hearts Over Habits Incorporated. Hearts Over Habits is a nonprofit that I started to help encourage and empower young women ages 17 to 24 in living the life that God has called them to live. We talk about life, relationships, education, anything that you need, we have it. And I want you to be a part. So whether you want to be a mentor, you say, hey, I'm older than that, but I love the show and I want to get in. Please, we need people out here helping our younger sisters. And if sis, you need 
help, come, come, girl. We have a whole entire Facebook group, Hearts Over Habits Incorporated. Get in, get plugged in. We have so much fun, so much community in that group. And then we have our Online Life Academy launching in August. It is going to be phenomenal. We are going to have experts that are gonna be teaching classes in budgeting, career, anything that you need, we wanna make sure that we have it. So go ahead, get locked in. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Hearts Over Habits Tampa on Instagram and Hearts Over Habits on Facebook. Like, share, get in the group, add your friends, add your mama them, everybody, bring them all. Go to our website, www.heartsoverhabits.org today to either get plugged in with a mentor or to become a mentor and do our mentor application process or to volunteer. I am so excited about this community and everything that God is going to be doing and I want you to be a part. Let's get back to the show. Hi guys, it's your girl Charlotte Walker, the host of God Goals and Girl Talk, here to talk to you about my new prayer journal. Ah, I'm excited. It is on Amazon. Check God's resume. Why are we checking God's resume? Not because he's not great, but because sometimes we just have to remind ourselves of the things that he's already brought us through. This journal will walk you through just documenting the great things that God has done in your life. And it has prompts for quiet time, sermon notes. It tells you how to battle and deal with things that you're struggling with, prayer strategies, anything that you need is in this journal. It will bless you. Please go out, get you a copy on Amazon. It is called Check God's Resume. I cannot wait to hear how it blessed your life. Let's get back to the show. All right, guys, and we are back. So I'm so excited about this portion of the, sh- of the show because major key alert, okay? Like, get your pen and your paper. <laughs> so in my search for what it means to be a producer and um, living, you know, living our purpose on purpose, I was really just asking God, like, you know, why is it so hard for all of us to figure out what our purpose is, right? Like I did this whole other show, this whole other initiative, and it had nothing to, well, God used it, but it really was not what you had called me to do. And God illuminated something to me, and I just really wanted to share it with you guys. Um, It is in Matthew 28. So Jesus has been resurrected. He comes back, and he's giving what is called the Great Commission. So he's leaving a set of instructions for the disciples, and it really struck me because I'm like, oh my goodness, like, This is the last thing he told us to do. This is the purpose. And so it takes some of the mystery out of us asking, you know, like life coaches, your mama and them, pastor, (laughs) your friends about what your purpose is. I feel like a lot of times we go to all these other resources and we don't just go to the source about what is going on and um and what we should be doing and the the person who made us knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb and knows the plans that he has for us we all love jeremiah 29 11 i don't understand how we don't talk to the lord about the plans he made for us okay so this is going to take an element of that mystery and what you should be doing um out of it and really give you some instructions 
Um, so in Matthew 28, I'm going to start in verse 18. It says, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make all go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So, our purpose, right, is for us to bring people to the faith for us to make disciples and um it is through our relationship with god the the fruit that we're bearing that other people are like oh man i want some of what you got how you get that right (laughs) and then you bring them you draw them to the faith so that doesn't mean that you have to be a preacher right because i'm not a preacher like major key alert that's that is another major, major key i am not a preacher i am not a pastor i'm i am just an obedient daughter that's it right and so um this doesn't mean that you have to have a title um in this like you know huge ministry but you need to ask god like okay god i know that my purpose is to bring people to the faith how do you want me to do that god knows our strengths and our desires of our hearts so he's awesome because he is a father just like um, I talked about last week about how, you know, my parents have a different relationship with me and each of my sisters. It all looks different. God also knows you on an individual level and he will give you a plan that is suitable for you, that fulfills you, that brings you joy, that's your heart's desires, all of those things. Right. And so I heard one um, pastor talk about how she knew someone who had a bakery. So she was a baker. She loved to bake. And the way that she made disciples was a couple things. On the bottom of her like um, pastry cups or holders or what have you, she had scriptures written on them, right? So spreading the word of Jesus, fulfilling her purpose, bearing fruit, doing something that she loved. And on Wednesday nights, she would have um, Bible study at her bakery. And so people could come in and, you know, they could get a word and they can get a snack. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it does not have to look overtly like you're on a platform doing these things. You don't have to be on a platform at all. On your job, are you bringing disciples to Christ? Are you um, so people that work with me, they're they're like, oh, my gosh, we just love you. And that's great because I tell them all the time, without Jesus, you would not love me so much. Um, So, you know, making sure that you are showing the fruit and producing fruit and drawing people closer to God through you because they want to figure out what you know because your life looks blessed. They can see your fruit. And so it is very important that you understand that the purpose is to bring more people and more glory to God right and so your job now is to ask god what does that look like how would you have me to do that what talents have you given me to do that because everything that you need you already have so don't wait until like oh god once i get ten thousand dollars in the bank how you know that's gonna happen because we live every day right we 
are not guaranteed tomorrow. And so I think that a lot of the times we are very bold to assume that we can put off what God told us to do until tomorrow because there are lots of people who may have had plans to do something today that won't be able to do them because they have, they have gone to glory. Hopefully, if they knew the Lord, right? So you have to make the most of every day. Um, you have to be intentional, consistent, and thoughtful. And ask God to show you how he would have you fulfill the purpose that he's given you, right? So I think that a lot of times we get frustrated, but we may be asking the wrong question. God, how would you have me fulfill the purpose that you've given us to bring disciples and spread the good news? What talents do you want me to use? What does that look like, right? Um, and it's really important that we produce fruit. Not just because God is asking us to, but because at the end of the day, we're going to be, in the end of the day, I mean, judgment day, we are going to be, um, we're going to be judged by our fruit. So if you look at the story, there's a story in Mark 11 um, about Jesus um, cursing the fig tree. And so it's in Mark 11, verse 12. Um, it says, the next morning as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. He noticed that the fig tree... Um, he noticed the fig tree in a full leaf a little way off, so he went over to see if he could find any figs, but there were only leaves because it was too early in season for fruit. Jesus said to the tree, may no one ever eat your fruit again, and the disciples heard him say it. Fast forward into Mark 11, uh, verse 20. They said the next morning, as they passed by the fig tree he had cursed, the disciples noticed that it had withered, up from, withered from the roots up. Peter remembered what Jesus said to the tree and, um, on the previous day and exclaimed, Look, Rabbi, the fig tree you cursed has withered and died. So on this journey, they were on their way to um, Israel. And then Jesus saw the tree, went over, was like, there's no fruit here wither up and die and um on the way back the disciples saw that the tree had actually withered up and died and so when jesus judged the fruit it was more than just because the the fig tree was fruitless it was a representation of what was going to happen to the temple in jerusalem um and it also is a representation of what's going to happen to us on judgment day Right. And so even in John 15, where God talked about if you're not producing fruit, the branches are going to be cut off. You're going to be severed from the grapevine. And then those branches get piled up and thrown in the fire. Now, I know y'all know what the fire is. Hmm. OK, so you want to make sure that we're not being like the fig tree. We want to make sure that we are being fruitful because we're going to be judged on our fruit. So be intentional in everything that you do. And again, like I said, it doesn't mean that you're being busy because our works do not save us. Jesus already saved us, right? But our good works are, are going to be judged because God is looking for us to, like, what did you do um, with your life? Like the story of the three talents where he gave somebody five, two, and one, and the guy with five flipped that thing in the 10, the guy with two doubled down, flipped that thing in the four, the guy with one was like, I was afraid, I buried it, and he called him a wicked servant. So we want to make sure that we are bearing fruit. 
Um, and when you're being intentional, like even if your intention, if God tells you to rest, there are some days where God's like, you know what? Don't do nothing today. Oh, okay. <laughs> because even in your rest, you need to be intentional. You cannot get swept up in being busy, right? And so one more thing I'm going to share with you guys that I think is really, really important because we talk about fruit, but then we also need to know when we're producing things, what kind of things is God looking for us to produce? Um, and so if you go to Galatians 5, 19, there is um, scripture about the, like what you produce when you live in the, sorry y'all, this must take notes, child. Um, what you produce in your, own like in, on your own right in your sinful nature what your flesh produces and it says um so in 519 it says when you follow the desires of your own sinful nature the results are very clear so here's your you still produce fruit so people who either way we're producing fruit whether you live for god or you don't live for god right you want to make sure that your fruit is good fruit and not rotten trashy fruit right so when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, so yeah. Impurity, lustful desires, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, <laughs> uh, dissension and division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties and other sins of the like. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. Ooh, okay. But when you are spending time with God, right, you get what's called the fruit of the spirit. And I'm always in pursuit of the fruit. Oh, that rhymed. Yes. I'm always in pursuit of the fruit of the spirit. Um, because it's a journey. It's not going to happen overnight. None of us are perfect. We are not going to be perfected until the day of Christ Jesus. So quit trying to be perfect. But when you look at Galatians 5.22, it tells you some of the things that you should see, some of the fruit that you should see because of your relationship with God. And not only should you, would you will you see it, but people who encounter you will see it. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. So if you are trying to figure out where you stand right now, go to Galatians 5.19. If you are dealing with fruit of your flesh, then you know what areas you need to be working on. And then rejoice in the things that you've noticed that you have because of your fruit of the spirit, right? So you may need more patience, but thank God that, you know, I have way more self-control than I did in the previous season of my life. And so don't always knock the journey, right? Even if you just started yesterday, yay, I'm happy for you, <laughs> right? So it's not about knocking the journey, but it's about giving you the information so you know what to look for. So are you producing? Are you a producer? We're all producing something, <laughs> right? Make sure that you're producing something that at the end of the day is going to fulfill the purpose that God has given you. And so I'm gonna give you guys one more time, those five steps of being thoughtful, intentional, and consistent. Seek God, remove the distractions, develop the vision, count the cost, 
and spend time consistently building the vision. I hope that this was as insightful for you as it was for me. I love y'all. God bless y'all. And I will see y'all next week, girl. Thank you for joining us for another episode of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. Email your questions to godgoalsandgirltalk at gmail.com to have them answered on the show or have a topic you'd like to hear discussed. Looking for a community of women who love God and live for the kingdom? Join our community, Hearts Over Habits, on Facebook. Like us on Instagram and check out our monthly God, Goals, and Girl Talk online events on Eventbrite. Remember, above all else, guard your heart. We'll see you next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.